0: It's a, trap. it's a trap. Hello and welcome to episode number 192 of Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined as almost always by my co-host Carson Ray. Hello, everyone. It's a great day to talk about X-Wing. There's been uh, a lot of conversation on our show about X-Wing News recently, and we got another huge batch of X-Wing News. Uh, Lots of really cool, interesting things to talk about. Um, Big changes coming to the System Open series, which we only have one of those events announced so far. So uh, after hearing this uh, couple pieces of news about the System Opens, I'm actually pretty excited for this coming System Open series. Yeah, System Opens have always just been a huge hit. Um, you know, since their inception, uh, and this year looks to be no different. 2020 season should be pretty awesome. Uh, hopefully we get to know, you know, where these system opens are pretty soon so we can start planning. Um, but from what I've heard so far, format seems great. Hyper excited about that. Some sweet new prizes for this year. Uh, plus, uh, you know, some of our favorite side events will be there. Uh, so it should just be all around a great time. So hopefully we can figure out uh where these are so we can start planning. Yeah, so we'll talk system opens, we'll talk uh, update about the uh CR90 dial misprints, which we've dubbed Raidergate, and then we've actually got an app update update, as opposed to before when we had a lack of update app update. So lots of cool stuff to talk about today. I think we should get right into it. Sure thing. All right, so we had a really huge piece of news and something we were actually hoping for for the System Open series. Um, In the recent article posted up on Fantasy Flight's page, primarily talking about uh, the the new prizes for the System Open series, uh, the first of which is actually coming up here on December 6th through 8th at PAX Unplugged. That's actually the only one that's been announced so far. Uh, But we found out there's going to be a big format change here. The System Opens are going to be switching from extended format for the main event into hyperspace format. Yeah, so this is a pretty interesting change. Uh, you know, through the 2019 season, the main competitive format has been extended. We've seen that at all of the large-scale tournaments. Uh, the System Opens, the Grands, uh, World Championship, all featuring the extended format. Um, and with you know the launch of 2nd Edition and the announcement of the two formats extended in hyperspace, uh, I think most people anticipated hyperspace to be the main competitive format where all seven factions, you know, have a more even playing field. We did see some weird changes to hyperspace after that fact. Actually, me and John had talked about this, uh, I think it was a few weeks back uh... I think you missed out on that one, Carson. But I'm sure I was there in spirit. Yes. <laughs> we always keep you in mind. Uh, we were talking about it, though. It, we've really gotten to the point, I think, at least, at least personally, I found that I feel like either the hyperspace format really needed to bring, be brought to the forefront and really kind of found its place in the game because they've done some weird things with it where they suddenly added a bunch of ships to the older factions that really gave a strong bias to the existing factions. Um, So, you know, we had a a bunch of ships added to Rebels, Imperials, and Scum, uh, while while the newer factions just had a really limited ship pool. Now, they've done actually okay, even a lot of the newer factions in Extended, um, but it just created this weird imbalance when they added the TIE Interceptor, you know, before that was even publicly available again. Right, and I think the hyperspace format, you know, does have the most potential for a balanced competitive format. Um, I don't think it's quite there yet. Um, at least with the current points iterations and just the skewed availability that the rebels, empire, and scum have within hyperspace. Not that that's really doing scum too many favors there, but um, you know, you definitely see that uh, bias with the rebels and imperials in hyperspace., um, I'd love to just see it where it's, you know, even ship count uh, across all seven factions. Um, and if they're able to deliver on that, you know, with these January updates coming, Um, I think we'll have a pretty awesome 2020 X-Wing season. I think the place I'm at right now, too, is I'm excited that they announced this switch. I I was hoping that they'd do something to address, you know, putting hyperspace back into the game in a meaningful way. I'm hoping this is going to be combined with sooner than later an update to the hyperspace format where we see you know points updates maybe some ship rotation out of there just to keep it fresh and to keep it fair across all the factions so i think this is generally good news so long as it's followed up with some updates to the format and to points that will help make the format be a better competitive format uh yeah but i do think the first order should just always be at least one ship down from everybody else (laughs) i think that's just how that faction's balanced you I think that would break be a... from their faction identity. It's it's really important. <laughs> it's fine. I've got plenty of Tie Fighter, Tie SF, and Tie FO options. They're all pretty good still. So. I'll stick with them for the time being. Uh, I think some of the really exciting news, though, is that Aces High pods are officially going to be a part of uh, the System Open series. Uh, this was some cool news that came out. They'll be using the Aces High um, scenario that's available in the Multi Epic Battles multiplayer expansion. Slightly modified, and pods at the System Open will be two rounds, so not a huge commitment. It is a really fun format, though, and I feel like two rounds of it at a time is about appropriate for that format, right? Yeah, I think this works pretty well you know you can get a meaningful amount of games in have some fun and then move on to something else Uh, another update the previous hyperspace qualifier we saw the day two for system opens giving people an option to still get that world championship invite um, even though you didn't make it into the elimination rounds at a system open Uh, that's still going to be there but the name is being changed because it's no longer going to be the hyperspace format uh, this will just be the world championship qualifier. Straightforward, easy to understand. Uh, and there you can play extended. So all of you Alpha Class Starwing fans, you can still play your fun boats there. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was kind of funny that they just flip flop these formats too: switch the main event to hyperspace and switch the uh, qualifier event to extended. Um, they are switching it down to only five rounds of Swiss, which is actually pretty nice. So it's a little bit easier. You have to go undefeated to qualify for worlds. But you only have to play through five rounds of Swiss. And if you're someone who makes day two in the main event, you can join the World Championship qualifier after you lose out in the uh, elimination rounds and just get buys up to that point. So you have a chance still to qualify for Worlds, even if you don't make top eight. Yeah. um, Cutting down to just the five rounds there is actually a pretty nice change. I think a lot of people, you know, were even, you know, undefeated and dropping out because they had to catch a flight um, out that Sunday evening. So, you know, shortening that. I think this is going to be really helpful. You know, five wins, that's pretty good. Uh, You did not need that many to get the world spot at the last chance qualifier, so uh, five rounds seems pretty good. I mean, honestly, Carson, the real tryhards are like me, and they take the red-eye flight home, and they just show up on Monday at 6 in the morning. Uh, That wasn't at all stressful or exhausting. Right. (laughs) Uh, you just wanted to stay in warm Phoenix as long as possible. <laughs> no, that was from uh, that was from Denver. I was hanging out at – or was it Phoenix? Wait, that was Phoenix, wasn't it? It was both. You did it for both. <laughs> oh, did I do – oh, I'm a, yeah. And I'm going to do it again for LVO, so it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, other great news coming from the System Open Series. We did get the prizes announced, which I'm actually pretty hype about. I think the prize support recently has just been really on point. Uh, Lots of cool stuff available for the System Open series. Um, The prize wall is going to have a really sweet Alt-Art damage deck, um, some alternate pilot cards, plastic cards, um, some alternate punch board. But the really cool prizes start when you get into the top 64 and top 32. Really, you're not excited about the alternate punch board? I think this is the most exciting part. I, no, it's super cool. Um, you know, the big theme for this year is the Inferno Squadron. Yes. And that starts with this alternate punch available. You know, we saw this premiered at Worlds with the Plo Koon. You could get all the sweet uh, Plo Koon-themed punch, plus the Red Squadron. Um, you know, get all the cool characters there with their matching um, detailed punch Uh, really cool you know you get your ship bases the dials um, ship id markers target locks all themed out to the specific pilot in these squadrons and we're seeing the same thing here for inferno squadron Um, and i thought the red squadron looked really good i think this inferno squadron looks even sweeter yeah, I'm a huge fan of the alternate punch. Um, I love having target locks that features the character arts. I think that's just a really cool, simple thing they did for the alternate punch. I just like seeing the pilot's face on the side there on the the base. I think that's just a nice little touch. It's super cool. Inferno Squadron, of course, uh, featured in Battlefront 2, the more recent one, uh, includes all the ships. Iden Versio, who's a very popular choice in the TIE Fighter, as well as Gideon Hask, St. Marana, and Del Mico. So you'll get four different alternate punch boards there. Um, which is pretty sweet. I actually like it for this event too because I really love the Red Squadron punch. It was just pretty time-consuming to get enough tickets to get all of them because there were six different punch board options. And if you wanted the pilot cards too, that just took pretty much all my tickets to get all of those. But I don't regret it. I'm just happy to see an option here where I only have to get prize tickets for four different punch boards. Well, don't worry. Um, You know, Keeping with the Inferno Squadron theme and just making it as true as possible to the EA experience... Uh, you know, you're going to get to play in the system open, you know, farm those uh, tickets and then trade those in for the loot box um, at the prize wall and get your different punches <laughs> uh, until you can complete the whole Inferno Squadron. I think it's a little less random than a loot box, or at least I hope it is. Otherwise, it'd be a terrible decision. Um, there's some cool prizes, though. There's going to be some pl- uh, plastic generic option pilot cards at the prize wall. Um, I'm actually not as hyped about these just because I feel like we've gotten a lot of these generic pilots before. Um, I don't know if I want to spend a bunch of tickets on plastic cards for Bravo flight leader again. Yeah. Um, I mean, my tickets are definitely going to go to the Inferno squadron. That's going to be the priority. Um, I, you know, I like that there's something for each faction. I don't know. I kind of wish we got some punch for, you know, like one ship of each faction, Um, I don't think that maybe fits well with the system open where they always just go really hard on one theme. Mm -hmm. Um, But these are just such cool prizes that like I kind of want them across all of the factions. So I understand um, wanting to have options for each faction because the punch board is really cool. I feel like these are more meant to be collector's items than functional play items. Um, at least that's the way I view it. And I like the fact that they can do full squadrons. Now, I felt like if they had a punch board for each faction, that's seven different punch boards and presumably seven different cards I have to get. Um, and again, that sounds exhausting just to collect enough prize tickets to get that because pretty much all our free time at Worlds was dedicated to doing side events. And that's how we got enough to do all the alternate punch for, you know, the full red squadron here. So I like having it be more limited to just like one squadron of four pilots. Um, and I feel like players going to System Opens 2 are are more inclined, if they're at the competitive level, more inclined to be in at least a couple of factions. So I feel like even if you're generally a player for one faction, you could appreciate having a full set of Inferno Squadron punch board and cards. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> um. So moving on from the prize wall prizes, you know, in the main event, there's also just a lot of sweet loot to play for. Uh, this is a new one. Top 64 get a foam box. Yes, foam this time. Not exactly sure what that means. Is this like a packed foam storage box to protect your models? Or just a squishy soft foam box that I don't know what I would do with that? Um, Not sure. The art on it looks cool. Um. If you've been with Fantasy Flight for a while, they used to do card boxes for all of their games, uh, and those got phased out, um, but those are just cheap cardboard boxes. Yeah, early on in X-Wing, I felt like there were just tons of, like, Millennium Falcon cardboard boxes that you had to assemble that were just, like, prizes that people would go, well, I might as well take this if we're picking prizes at the end of, like, a local tournament, (laughs) like... I ended up with several of those, so uh, having a maybe slightly higher end box is cool. I'm not sure what it's for. If it can pack like my full Inferno Squadron, maybe that would be pretty cool. Um, that would be pretty sweet. I kind of want to see the inside of it here. The outer outer art looks pretty sweet. Some cool Tie Fighter shots and Inversio, but I want to know what's on the inside here. Is it trays? Does it open from the top? We have really right. no is information. This, there. Is this FFG trying to compete with District Foundry? I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I'm curious. I don't think. That- I don't think they can compete. That stuff's pretty good. <laughs> top 32, though, you start to get some uh, pretty sweet prizes here. Obviously, Inferno Squadron is the theme, so all players who make Top 32 will get acrylic red and black range rulers themed after Inferno Squadron. They've got the little logo there, too. Uh, so these look pretty sweet. They do look pretty sweet, but it is kind of just the same generic style that they used for um, the Worlds, Regionals um, the previous year, just like some solid color lines. Um, Not quite as standout, as flashy as the previous year's system open templates. They are a little bit plainer than even like the Plo templates that we were able to get at Worlds. Um, Those had a little bit more variation in the art design here. These are pretty straightforward, but I feel like that kind of matches the aesthetic of Inferno Squadron. Like they're all TIE Fighter pilots, so there's not going to be too much, uh, you know, uniqueness in each of them. Um, It's just like, You know, with all the sweet art they have on the cards, the cardboard dials, everything, these templates feel a little underwhelming um, and a little bit lazy compared to everything else. If, you know, we had not seen this same kind of style, like, used three or four times this past year, I'd be a lot more into it. I get that. Um, I am excited, though. Also, at Top 32, you get the Plastic Inferno Squadron cards, which they showed some of the art on the FFG page, and it does look pretty cool. Yeah, those are really nice. Um, And while I don't think the templates are that cool, I'm a big fan of these template trays, even if these aren't that different. Uh, You know, if you make it all the way to the top four, you get that template tray. Uh, I did skip ahead there, but (laughs) yeah, no worries. It's just the templates. Um, I mean, we saw these at Gen Con and at Worlds. They're awesome. Just a really cool, simple design that I think works really well. And then, of course, uh, top eight, you get the world's infight. Yeah, no extra prizes for you there. Uh, getting into world championship is a prize of in and of itself. So, you know. Yeah, that's fine. That feels good. <laughs> yeah, so you know, range rulers for top thirty two, templates for top sixteen, and if you want that template tray, you have to make it all the way down to four, which I think even if you don't like the design that much of the template tray, there's something about having one of four per system open. There'll only be so many of these in the world, that feels pretty good too. Yeah. So that's I aspire cool. to get in one of these. Uh, And then there is a winner and runner-up trophy. Yeah, and they switched the labeling for it this time um, because I swear all the second-place trophies used to just say finalist, right? Uh, So this year we have a trophy for the winner that says first and then a plaque for the uh, other second-place finisher that says second this time. The trophy's quite a bit cooler, though, which I guess is appropriate if you win the whole event. Right, you get that sweet Eiden art. Pretty sweet. Yeah, so that's the system open prizes. Uh, Quite a bit of prizes, which is great. Um, That's always the field of system open series. You know, you make the effort to travel out for these. You're going to come back with a lot of stuff. You know, you get a bunch through the main event, and then you get just a bunch of tickets to get sweet stuff at the prize wall. Um, Glad to see them continue to deliver um, a pretty good uh, array of sweet prizes. Yeah, I'm excited for the switch to the hyperspace format. I'm excited for Aces High Pods and all these cool new prizes. So I'm just hoping they announce the uh, more system open dates here in the near future. Yeah, they never give us those dates um, with enough time to really plan ahead and travel. Hopefully, they get better at it. All right, so we have an update to Raider Gate too. Uh, anyone who bought a CR90 expansion uh, was probably surprised to see that they actually received a dial for the Raider instead of what the CR-90 dial should be. Uh, Correct CR-90 dials were in the conversion kit. So if you were converting over, you didn't have a problem. FFG has actually acknowledged this error now and are uh, working to replace those mistaken dials. Yeah, I mean, this is the response we expected. Their customer service team is always really good about replacing uh, products, you know, even if they get damaged or in this case, when they make a mistake, yeah, uh, just let them know and they'll send you out the right uh, dial you need uh another raider update is um i guess they won't be printing new raiders for a while um, because they have uh, quite a surplus of first edition uh raider models that did not sell so um they're not able to produce any more new ones until that stock gets depleted a bit uh which is a little unfortunate um uh, that means if you're getting into epic and second edition uh, and don't previously have a Raider model. You have to buy the old one uh, and then also get the conversion kit. Um, and that just seems pretty clunky with, um, you know, this being a year out after second edition launched, um, still having to do those sort of conversions for a new player. Uh, that feels a little bad. <laughs> Yeah, not super excited about that, and I feel like the announcement came a little later than you would expect it to. Um, I'm hoping they're going to have some solution for players to get the new cards without having to buy a conversion kit because it would feel a little mean for players to have to buy a Raider from first edition and then pay the extra $30 just to convert their Raider over into second. So hopefully there'll be a solution for that. I didn't see anything as of yet. All right, so that's the update on Raider Uh Then... We're coming to another segment, uh, app updates. Uh, Updates from our favorite app, the FFG official X-Wing Squad Builder app. Now, the X-Wing app still doesn't have uh, huge ship content or any epic play content in it. And now we actually know the reason why. Before it was a little vague, but now we know that there's actually a a huge overhaul to the app in the future at some point. Yeah, uh, this is great news because... Them not putting any effort into updating the old app meant one of two things. One was a really positive, well, they're putting their effort into making a new app, and the other was, or is it worth putting any effort into X-Wing? Which I think seemed weird, and I'm glad that that's not the case because, you know, Second Edition's only a year old. Uh, it's going great. Uh, the most fun I've been having with X-Wing uh, my whole X-Wing career, so uh, glad to see it's the positive outcome there. Um, they're not putting effort into the old app because all their efforts being directed to the new app, uh, which hopefully will be usable. Uh... <laughs> FFG put out uh, an announcement saying that they're actually in the process of completely reworking the X-wing Squad Builder app including developing a much more user-friendly interface, offline mode, and support for huge ships in Epic Play. Uh, For now, all tournament legal ships are still supported by the current Squad Builder app. For huge ships in Epic Play, we recommend you use the points list provided on the FFG website. Um, They said they're also going to give us information as more information about the Squad Builder app update uh, comes closer to release. Yeah, and so until that happens and you want to build some Epic lists, you know, don't use the points list uh launch bay next and yet another squad builder have got you covered uh they have all the epic stuff on there you can build your list there um just like you do for any other list carson of all the features that you'd like to see on the uh relaunch of the x men app what's the number one feature you want um i want my stuff to not be deleted when i press the back button (laughs) well i think that's that a is, bit of a tall order i don't know if they can I, handle that i know i'm asking for a lot <laughs> it's it's one thing to go through the painful process of squad building once uh, but having to do it about five times to get to a point where i can save the squad uh is uh that's the worst uh so if that could go away that would be a huge step in the right direction all i want from the new app is a soundboard with TIE fighter noises and, uh, Greedo saying McClunky. Uh, that would be really good. Or if you, um, make a, you know, sweet squad and it just says, this is the way. All right, Tim, it's uh, that time of year, you know, where we just got to stop thinking about ourselves and just be thankful for everybody else. So, um, just wanted to take this moment to ask you uh what are you x-wing thankful for you know this is the thanks x <laughs> you know this is the thanks wing giving season <laughs> um hashtag thanks wing giving yep uh, what am I thankful for uh well for I, no, what I, are no, you x-wing thankful for x-wing thankful for sure uh well first I gotta say I'm thankful for all the people who listen to our podcast every week we've been doing this for almost four years now coming up on episode 200. And it's just been amazing, the response we've gotten. We got to see so many people at worlds and events across the country. Uh, I've met so many people, that I and I can barely remember anybody's name, just because I'm bad with names, but I really appreciate that people still support this show. They still listen week after week. It's just super cool to you know have people listen to something you create every week. Yeah, that's something I'm not X-Wing thankful for, is my terrible memory with names. Uh, really great with faces. And just terrible with names, not just in X Wing, but in all aspects of my life. So maybe I'll get better at that. Maybe that's something for me to work on. That'll be that'll be my X Wing resolution for 2020. But we're not quite there yet. Um, #XWingResolution No, that doesn't <laughs> work. <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll workshop that one. Uh, a whole new wing, new wings revolu- re- resolution. Uh, of course, I'm thankful to be a part of this amazing community. You know, even when we're in the offseason not playing x-wing as much uh just you know still in communication with so many people uh, around the world sharing jokes uh and it's great um also thankful for um just all the amazing content creators uh within x-wing you know all the different podcasts uh we got some youtube going on of course uh x-wing espn you know demon morales just went above and beyond this year um, you know, just completely put the official stream to shame at Worlds uh, and just continues to deliver uh, just the most amazing product, really celebrates X-Wing. Um, has made it a pretty enjoyable year for everyone, being able to watch all these different events uh, throughout this year. So huge shout out to him and all of our other content creators. Yeah, Dion's amazing. Another thing I'm thankful for, X-Wing thankful for, is uh, having two co-hosts now because anytime one of my co-hosts is unable to uh, participate in the show, I now always have another one who can record with me, so I don't have to scramble to find guests, uh, which has been a huge blessing. Yeah, I will say it's probably made John and I both more lazy. <laughs> yeah, you just know the other one will fill in. I still have to be here, but <laughs> uh-huh. you so, know, what? Uh, I'm, I'm x thankful uh, for John. Me. I'm also uh, X-wing thankful for you. Um finally recognition three and a half years later Um, yeah well you had to earn it it took a while um uh just you know within the game itself um super thankful for having seven factions um and you know having that be supported you know officially through the prize system having all these cool faction prizes um you know being able to say you know i'm a resistance player um and you know being able to share that with all the other uh resistance players is just a really cool feature of the game um and i think it's just made going to events um a lot more fun and you know sharing list ideas um with other players in your faction like it's just been a really fun experience um and i'm thankful for uh the game diversifying that way Yeah, I think it's been really cool to be able to kind of form, you know, even sub communities based on factions within the game, you know, feeling uh, an affinity for other players just because you're both in the first order or whatever. Um, That's been super cool. I also like that it was featured at uh, the Coruscant Invitational in the team format, having each player have to represent a different faction. I thought it was a fun twist on the game. So hopefully we'll get more stuff like that at events. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And just in general, I'm thankful that we, you know, get to take this game not too seriously. Um, You know, even when we're being competitive, uh, it's still just always a good time. Uh, I'm super thankful for that. Well, let us know. What are you X-Wing thankful for? Please use the hashtag thankswinggiving. Um, Carson, can you spell that for everybody? Because you just typed it on here. and I'm still kind of confused. Sure. You know, um, a lot of thought went into this. um you know as the holiday deserves t h uh, a n x - w i n g and i i debated on whether it should be g g i v i n g uh but just went with one big capital g it would have been cool to have g g in there um just kind of a little good game meta commentary but um <laughs> wait so okay I but think we also have- I think win giving flows better uh, than thanks wing gg i mean... i'm still really confused <laughs> also you can't have dashes in hashtags how do you not know this you're in charge of our um, twitter account well it, <laughs> if you follow our twitter account then this will be pretty easily explained <laughs> uh, <laughs> our last update was probably listen to episode 134 or something <laughs> Uh, we're bad at yeah. social media. Just Twitter. I think we're fine on everything else. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go on to Facebook.com slash Radio TCX and like our Facebook page. Uh, if you still follow our Twitter, you that can be found at <laughs> Radio TCX Podcast. There might not be any content, but please follow us anyway. If you really like the show, please go on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, along with a comment saying what you like about the show and why others would be interested in listening. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash radiotcx. Uh, We are especially X-Wing thankful for all of our patron supporters. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week, and have a good thanks-wing-giving, or just Thanksgiving, too. It's a trap.